Do you love your wife? Yes. Prove it. Like, what's the metric? Give me the number that helps me know, right? Because when you met her, you didn't love her. Now you love her, right? Tell me the day the love happened. It's an impossible question. But it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that it's much easier to prove over time, right? Leadership is the same thing. It's about transitions. So if you were to, if you were to go to the gym, it's like exercise, right? If you go to the gym and you work out and you come back and you look in the mirror, you will see nothing. And if you go to the gym the next day and you come back and you look in the mirror, you will see nothing, right? <laughs> so clearly there's no results, can't be measured. It must not be effective. So we quit, right? Or if you fundamentally believe that this is the right course of action and you stick with it, like in a relationship, I bought her flowers and I wished her happy birthday and she doesn't love me. Clearly I'll give up. That's not what happens. If you, if you believe there's something there, you commit yourself to act, an act of service. You commit yourself to the regime, the exercise. You can screw it up. You can eat chocolate cake one day. You can skip a, skip a day or two. You know, you, you, it allows for that. But if you stick with it consistently, I'm not exactly sure what day, but I know you'll start getting into shape. I know it. And the same with the relationship. It's not about the events. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency, right? You go to the dentist twice a year, your teeth will fall out. You have to brush your teeth every day for two minutes. What does brushing your teeth twice a day for two minutes do? Nothing, unless you do it every day, twice a day for two minutes. Right? It's the consistency. Going to the gym for nine hours does not get you into shape. Working out every day for 20 minutes gets you into shape. So the problem is we treat leadership with intensity. We have a two-day offsite. We invite a bunch of speakers. We give everybody a certificate. You're a leader, right? <laughs> My friend George, who's a three-star general in the Marine Corps, he says his test for leadership, and I love this, he goes, his test for a good leader is if you ask somebody how their day is going, you actually care about the answer. The number of times we're walking to a meeting, we're rushing, we go, how are you? Not good, I gotta I got get to you later, I gotta, I'm late for a meeting. Right. If you ask the question, you were standing there and you were listening to the answer. It's those little innocuous things that you do over and over and over and over that people will say, I love my job. Hello everyone and welcome to the Win Today podcast, an inspirational and performance-focused podcast they will inspire you to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. You will learn from some of the most intentional, disciplined, and heartwarming people on the globe, people who will propel you forward and give you tools to succeed in any situation. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host. It is my purpose in this world to inspire people to establish a foundation for sustained success and chart a desirable course for life. Thank you so much for tuning in. In order to help us grow, I believe the best gift is to give back. And if what you hear resonates with you and helps push you forward in life, then please help us grow and reach more people by subscribing to the podcast, sharing it, and if you feel led, clicking one of those buttons that has five stars and writing a review. Thank you so much. Let's connect with our guest. What's up, folks? Man, that opening clip there is something. That is an excerpt from an interview with 
two of my favorite people, Tom Bellew and Simon Sinek. And you've likely heard of both of them. They are well-renowned in the world of human performance and leadership. And they were talking about really how to improve relationships in your life. And what I love about this are two things that Simon hit on that even in the from a relationship standpoint, there wasn't there likely isn't a singular moment where somebody said, Man, this this is the day that I love this person, or this is the day that I consider this person my best friend because he or she did XYZ. It's likely the buildup of all of these small actions or acts of kindness, checking in, sweet things, you name it. So I want this to serve as a tool with a couple things that we can all focus on and keep present in our minds as it relates to how we bring ourselves to the table for someone else, whether it's a personal relationship, professional relationship, friendship, and provide one nugget as to how we can practice consistency. Here we go. I'm going to start with the consistency piece first and how to practice it and build it. The excerpt with Tom and Simon really boils down to consistency if you zoom out because there's likely no singular event that you can point to where you said, this is the day that I loved my boyfriend or my husband, my wife, whatever the case may be, or this is the day that this person became my best friend. There's no singular event. If we look at it from a physical perspective, there's no singular workout that you can point to where you can say it was that workout on Tuesday that finally allowed me to break a six minute mile on Thursday. It was that workout on Wednesday that finally got me to be under my goal weight or to see the six pack. It is the buildup of several events over time. It is the buildup of really continuing to show up for yourself, for someone else. We live in a world where it's very easy. Rather, it can be misleading in that these big things that we want to create or these relationships that we want to have were defined or built off of a singular moment in time. I believe social media is a culprit when it comes to this because we have some outliers where these big names that we see or these big stories that we read, yes, there's always a possibility that one thing you do or one event, one speech can go viral and that will lead to a lot of people discovering you. What's not shown is usually the people that are end up in those scenarios have been working in the background for months, years, practicing consistency. And we want to go from zero to 100 and skip one through 99. But all of the beauty is really in one through 99. And one through 99 is what we should constantly be seeking out. So what does that 
really look like and how can it be made simple? Consistency made simple. Ask yourself two questions. What's important to you in your life and what does success look like? That is going to draw out everything and anything that you could want to create because asking those two questions really lets you dig into your heart as to what do you want in your life? What are those things or that thing that's important to you at the heart? And if you had that thing, what would success look like? Health might be important to you. Success might look like running your first marathon. Okay. Now you've got something that requires a lot of time, a significant buildup, but it's something that means something to you because you've identified it at the heart level. Now, what do you do? You write it down, but the question I like to ask people now is, who knows about your goal? Who is aware that you want to run a marathon? Who is aware that you want to volunteer more? Who is aware that you want to start a nonprofit? Because at the end of the day, it is very difficult to be a one-man army and succeed. Tell me where you have seen a one-man show, truly a one-man show, get it all done. The stat that I share a lot as it relates to success with accomplishing your goals is that once you write down your goals and share it with a group of people, or even one person, two people, doesn't have to be a huge army, you're 70% more likely to accomplish that thing. If you know that one of my goals is to award four scholarships this year to students who are committed to ending generational curses. Now you have something that, and that is a real thing, by the way. Now you know something about me that I'm putting out there to the world that I want to accomplish because it's important to me and success looks like giving kids who were in my same position an opportunity to pursue higher education without having as much of a financial burden as I had. Now, whoever's listening to this is aware of it. And one thing with me, and I wish this the same for you, is that if you tell someone you're going to do something, you do it. You accomplish that thing. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't, it doesn't occur right when you want it to. But what matters is that you're putting in the time and effort. And even if it's in the smallest freaking chunks even if it's in the smallest chunks, but now I would expect that someone listening can, would reach out and say, Hey dude, how are you doing on your scholarship? It forces me to be a man of my word and it forces me to take repeated action and it'll force you to take repeated action because you've told someone, Hey, I'm going to go do this thing. Now that consistency piece as it relates to people and building and strengthening relationships, that also comes down to knowing the person and also finding out what it is that they prefer and what do they respond best to. And that could be accomplished in a couple ways. One, you make your observations as you interact with these people. And that's personally and 
professionally in the workforce, this could be something as simple as taking note to how people respond to the different types of topics you bring up. So think about when you're talking to someone about their family, are they more jubilant? Do they get excited? And when you're talking to them about, let's say, the stock market, because there's a lot of news going on there, and they don't seem so interested, and they're like, eh, you know, I don't really want to talk about that. Or even you may be talking to them about career development, and they get really juiced up. You ask them the status on their projects, and they get a little turned down then what you're getting there, you're collecting data points that, okay, I know if I talk to this person about their family first, that they're going to get more excited and open up more in the conversation versus if I bring up, hey, did you see how the S&P 500 closed yesterday? That's not going to get the conversation off on a strong point. Also, personally, find out what it is that these people love and ask them about it or find out what type of questions they like to be asked. What, what are their favorite topics? And what that's going to do is show that you're really there, you're present with them, you care, and you have the self-awareness and emotional intelligence necessary to form a strong partnership, bond, professional relationship with that person. And I also believe this can be accomplished by asking the person, not just taking note, but asking the person, hey, how do you like to structure these types of conversations? In the professional world, I do this a lot where I'll bring up, how do you want me to bring myself to this conversation with you? What are things that you would like me to focus on during these one-on-one questions? Are you open to additional accountability? Are you open to learning more about personal development and hearing about some good books that you may be interested in? And that's another way to get that person to open up, to demonstrate that genuine care and to form that, that strong bond again to where maybe that person's not saying, Oh, I love that person. I love Ryan. I love this leader, but Hey, that's a good person to work for. Or you know what? I would love for that person to be in my corner because he or she knows what to ask and practices asking those questions, creating dialogue that aligns with my heart, my purpose, and my interests. That is how you can practice consistency to enable you to form a strong relationship with someone. And, and going back to the relationship piece, not just, not just conversations, but also what do they respond best to? Is it a card? Is it getting them a coffee? Is it, who knows, now we're getting into the love language game and we're not going to go down that bunny hole here. But I want this to give you some food for thought as it relates to building consistency with people and with yourself. With yourself, it is simple to find out what you want to create, let people know about it, practice it, look at it, 
every day with people, find out what makes them tick, and practice bringing up those topics. Practice showing up in the way that that person says they want you to show up in. And that really leads into the next point here when we think about what's the sign of a good leader. And by the way, a leader, anyone is a leader. A leader is not defined by a title. A leader is not defined by status. A leader is simply somebody that demonstrates genuine care for someone else. So you listening, if you know you demonstrate genuine care for someone else, you are a leader. A leader is not limited to the military, the business world, the corporate world. We are all leaders in our own way, and it's how we serve others and make other people feel. I love this quote from Maya Angelou. I learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And when you take time to find out how someone is really doing, how someone is truly feeling, that is memorable. That you didn't just ask someone, how is their day going? And then they said, good. And you said, cool. And you walked away. I love what Simon said about the Marine general that said, the sign of a good leader is somebody that asks how you're doing and truly cares about the answer. And one thing that I believe is lacking in our world is we'll ask someone how they're doing as a courtesy. They'll say good. And you shake your head and you feel like you've accomplished a duty that, oh, it was nice today. I asked someone how they're doing. They said good. And I kept walking away. I like to challenge that a bit and ask people whenever they respond with good, I say, well, what defines good? And then that's typically leads to one of two things. One, someone says, well, you know, I just had a great workout this morning and I got to get coffee with some friends, yada, yada, yada. Or it leads to, well, you know what, Ryan, I'm actually, I'm actually struggling a little bit and here's why. And that can then lead you to offering help to that person. Or maybe you have the solution right then and there to that person's issue because now you've shown them, you know what? Hey, I really care about you and I want, I want to know how you're really doing. And people will always remember that. You may not feel that way right off the bat, but that's not what matters. What matters is that you truly took into account that person's feelings, how they're doing, and they will appreciate that more, even if they're not having a great day. Sometimes what can turn that day around is that they had the space and the opportunity to share what really wasn't going as well. And that allowed them to release that pain, release that anxiety and stress. And I want y'all to challenge people when they give you a canned response of how they're doing or how they're feeling. And it's, oh, I'm good. Everything's okay. Well, tell me why. What makes it okay? What makes it good? What makes it fabulous? What makes it fantastic? And sometimes those create the most beautiful conversations. And it also can lead you back to the earlier point. Well, this person's doing good because of X, Y, Z. Now I have a topic or something I can bring up next time I talk to this person. And they're going to feel like a million bucks because 
now they know, hey, this person remembered that this thing made me feel good. Now they asked me about it. So what I want y'all to do, practice your consistency for you and for how you bring yourself to the table for others and challenge the status quo. I don't even know if it's status quo, but challenge, challenge conventional conversation in that I want you to ask a follow-up question. Next time someone says that they're doing good, what defines that? I believe this is going to lead to more powerful and meaningful relationships being formed personally and professionally. And it's going to make you feel damn good about yourself too, because you're taking one extra step to make someone feel good. You're taking one extra step to build that consistency muscle. Make sure people know what you are seeking to create. And I wish that this episode has given you a couple tools to go on and keep succeeding, to succeed, to conquer obstacles, and win today. Thanks so much for tuning in.